Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever, whenever you may be listening to the show across the entire globe. And today is Sunday, July 7, 2019, and today is the first day of Mercury Retrograde. And so I um, want to welcome everybody to Mystical Connections. And my name is Claudia Barra. I'm the founder and executive producer and operator of International Angels Network. And I am coming to you live from Virginia. And I am a certified flower therapy healer. And in the areas of healing, I provide attunements, which include blockage, removal, working with the 12-stand DNA activation, and also attuned to the Ascended Masters and the Archangels. I'm also an Archangel Angelic Life Coach, Indigo Card Reader, Indigo Awakening, and Crystals Child Certified, and much more. And you are now listening to International Angels Network. And we are a live show that explores spiritual entrepreneurship, fairies, the fairy realm, angels, spirituality, much more. And we are a live calling show, so give us a ring at 516-453-9162. The number again is 516-453-9162. And uh, you can also Skype in the show for free from anywhere around the world. You will see a Skype icon on the Blog Talk Radio website while we're live on air. And the website for the Blog Talk Radio website is blogtalkradio.com forward slash international angels with an S network. So make sure you press one on your phone keypad or Skype keypad if you'd like to speak to our guest today, and then you'll be in the queue. So make sure that number that I gave you, make sure you write that down, you save it on your contact list because that number is good for all of our shows. We have shows on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, and our Saturday show has moved to the Wednesday spot and is at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our UK host, Susie Parrott. And um, so it's at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 6 p.m. UK time. So very exciting. I was on that show last week. We had a lot of fun with Diane Morgan and we did a lot of mini readings and it was uh, Susie's two-year anniversary with the network and we had lots of fun. We did readings and chatting and all that stuff. So we did have an angel party. So it was lots of fun. All right. So I wanted to, um, we're going to be talking about shifting emotional blocks to abundance and prosperity. And uh, we have guest Melissa Kim Quarter here with us again. Uh, she was on Food Broom's show uh, a few months ago, and I welcomed her back to come, and uh, she has awesome things that's happening, and and also, um, we were just talking in the green room about the energies, and I can see why I'm not feeling so well today, but I am pushing it just to be on the show, because, you know, I don't like to cancel shows, and um so I'm not my perky self. I'm not feeling very well, and I think I know why is because there's a huge spike um, of our planet's heartbeat, and it's uh, known to directly impact our nervous system, and as our own energetic frequency, it tends to fall in line with it, and therefore, when it peaks, um, it uh, our own frequency suddenly goes out of alignment, and so we need notice sudden an unexplained uh, anxiety, irritability, restlessness, inability to sleep, 
deeply or for long periods. And so this is due to our energy body in the eclomatic, uh, excuse me, our uh, electromagnetic uh, <clears throat> field uh, being out of harmony with our planet's frequency. So um, it can also cause problems. You may not be feeling so well. So right now, uh, today was, it was very powerful because today was 110 hertz. And uh, and it keeps going up and down. So, um, yeah, that was today's energy. It was 110. That was like the peak. So right now it's continuing from 75 to 90 hertz. Um, and uh, you can go, if you'd like to learn more about this, you can go to our Facebook fan page at facebook.com forward slash International Angels Network. And I want to thank uh, credit to Alex Miles. Um, posting these and so we just posted on our fan pages so our listeners and our followers know on um, the energies that's happening today and a little bit about mercury retrograde um, it's the, the serious uh, energy portal uh, July 7th marks the start of mercury retrograde and the opening of the serious portal so when the sun and Sirius the brightest star rise in harmony and travel across the sky together mercury retrograde ends on July 31st the same day as the powerful and transitional black moon, the second new moon in July, and we have now entered a new gateway. So this retrograde will be unlikely than any other. Uh, cosmic energy is going to be amplified as serious, the spiritual sun, and uh, changes and magnifies the energy of our planet sun. Uh, this is a period of total transmutation and uh, one uh, when negative turns into positive and dust turns into gold. So this is a time for a major de detoxification, clearing out the old to repair for extreme transformation and preparing for reflection, reunion, reconstruction, regeneration, rebirth, and for resurrection. Mercury will force you to shift, reemerge, and then rise. So if you like more information, you can go to our Facebook fan page at um, facebook.com forward slash international angels network and I'll probably put in the blog about this too so you can also look at our upcoming shows at international angels network.com forward slash upcoming for our upcoming shows and I'll announce about our upcoming shows the half end of the mark and then we'll be taking calls for many readings so make sure you push one on your phone keypad and uh, we'll get you your calls very shortly and uh we have people pushing one now, so yay, and we're excited, and we'll take your calls very shortly, so about that. All right, so I am so excited to have Kim, and I did tell Kim that um, that I haven't been feeling very well today. I think it's because of the energies, and it's as an empath, and she's an empath as well, and we're really, really feeling the energies, and so I'm excited to have her on. And, uh, yeah, so also um, you can look in the show description, more information about Kim, and um, you can get a copy of her books there. There's a link there as well. So, all right, so we're going to go ahead and bring Miss Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Hi, would you prefer to call, be called by Melissa Kim or Kim or Melissa? Just Melissa is fine. Melissa. All right. I think I said Kim first, so I'm sorry. 
<laughs> that's okay. Most people do that. It's such a long name that okay. they write the middle name. <laughs> no, yeah, the shorter version. Oh, so awesome to have you back. And I know you have a lot of awesome things that's been happening for you and very exciting. And I would last week on Wednesday, I was using your Oracle deck, um, uh, Nudges from Spirit, which I love. And um, I know that you have a new Oracle deck out as well, right? Yeah, yeah, I love that, by the way. Thank you so much for sharing with me that you were using the deck. I always love to hear how people are using it and the types of things they're experiencing. And um, that deck has been out a couple years now, and it's so simple. I mean, just such a simple deck. And the new one, a little bit more complex, different topics. Um, But, yeah, they're so fun to work with. I love working with Oracle decks, and especially when they have a simple message like that where you can kind of – Um, really use your own intuition to make it what it needs to be for you instead of having a whole entire meaning to what it should be. Yeah, I haven't, uh, um, I haven't got my copy of your new Oracle deck yet. And um, Mm -hmm. I would love to work with them. And um, I like to like, I'm an Oracle deck collector so I like to like if some of them don't really resonate with me usually I just keep them on the side and I just save them and then I give them away as as you know when guests call I give cards mm-hmm. away that way um so sometimes I always buy extras and I give you know free gifts and that type of thing for guests that call in um so I, I'm really excited because also just um, for those people that are listening and never heard who you are, that sort of thing, could you just give like a little bio about yourself and who you are before we start getting to our topic? Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Would you like me to share that part? Oh, yes, please. Sure. Okay. Well, thank you so much, first of all, Claudia, for having me back. I love what you guys do and um, and the show and the topics you have, it's such an important thing for us to raise consciousness and to support people with this type of content. So it's such an honor to be back with you all. Um, my name is Melissa Kim Corder, and thanks for having me again. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, a shamanic practitioner, and an intuitive advisor. I mentor all different types of people, creative, healers, business owners, to help them create and receive success. I'm certified in over 35 different healing modalities, and I have an ability to be able to see and sense energy blockages within people, especially around the areas or topics of self-defeating patterns, usually the kind that cycle throughout the nervous system and subconscious mind, where we can feel really stuck and have a hard time moving forward. And I use my intuition, and then I hone in usually on a specific emotion and age that the blockage or the impact might have occurred. And then I provide clarity or tools to help my clients release those blockages. Um, and my, my, I would say my specialty is clearing emotions that sabotage prosperity, visibility, and abundance, especially like you mentioned as an empath. We're so sensitive and dialed into energy that a lot of times we can actually block our ability to receive because we're trying to create safety in our body and in this world, yet our nervous system, our subconscious doesn't differentiate between what is safe and what we actually want for expansion versus a perceived threat. Um, and so that's basically what I do with people is, is work with them at that level 
um, at a distance over the phone. So all my clients are all over the world. And we just help to open up and begin to receive so we can anchor in that energy to create our intentions and our desires. So thank you so much for having me back. I'm so excited to talk with you today. I'm so excited because, you know, um, this is like a great time of year because a lot of things are manifesting. See, a lot of people might see like synchronicity, like seeing the same numbers over and over again. And it's not something that's, you know, like they, I mean, you're going to see like a lot of deja vu things, dreams and stuff. And that's all normal because this is like a perfect topic to talk today about abundance and prosperity. And my question to you, um, Melissa, is that uh, what do we uh, what do we block abundance and prosperity? Why do we why do we do that? Is it because something oh of ego or something that we're taught? I, I I would say something that we we taught that money has always been bad or abundance mm-hmm. is not you know it's not good to have so much things so much of this so much that. So why do we Absolutely. block abundance and prosperity? Absolutely. It's so many things of what you just mentioned. And really what I find is it depends on the person. There's a lot of different reasons we do that. Um, it, it depends on our belief systems. It has to do with so much with what we have learned and experienced from a young age. Um, as a child, as we're growing up and the brain is forming and we're developing and our, our belief systems and our attitudes about uh, the world around us and who we are and what money is, too, and so a lot of times what happens is our, our programming, the things we're exposed to and we're learning as we grow up, is so much a part of us beyond what we're consciously aware of. And so by the time we hit around, it depends on which type of study that you look at, but around the ages of 7 to 10, sometimes 10 to 12, is where our personality is really sort of solidified and formed. And so everything we've learned and been exposed to or even witnessed, um, overheard, or even energetically felt before that time has a huge impact in determining our beliefs. Now, if we add into that anything we have experienced, whether it's a trauma or what I like to call as an impact, an impactful moment, that can create other layers of perception. And a lot of us will associate these things unconsciously with money um, because for some of us it was a topic that we weren't really allowed to talk about in our household. Sometimes there's a lot of shame or guilt around it. Um, I like to say I love working with prosperity and abundance because it's never about that. It's always about something else. Money is simply a mirror for us to discover something else within us that wants to be expressed or healed or shifted. And so the reason that we block it is it's very, I would say it's unique per individual, depending on their mindset and their beliefs, but there are many common themes for people in, in why they do that. And, and like you mentioned, being an empath, that is one of the biggest reasons we actually block it is because of all of the things that connect to our beliefs around what it means to have money, um, being a healer, being a giver, a caretaker. There's so many different roles that we play. And our beliefs about that is what influences the amount that we will actually let in. And even though it's not necessarily just about money, but this can be opportunities. It can be resources. It can be ideas, creative inspiration. So abundance is so much more than just dollars, but the money 
and that representation is usually what brings people into me, <laughs> and then we go a little further into what's going on behind the scenes. So the number one reason I would say that we block it is our belief system about what it even means to let it in and to have it and to hold on to it. That's awesome. And so how do we know if we are blocked? Oh, there's so many answers to these two. I would say the first thing is if you're struggling to let it in. If you find yourself in a place of struggle, if you go from job to job or situation to situation and your financial state doesn't necessarily shift for the better. Now, for some people, it's not necessarily attracting it, generating it, or bringing it in, but holding on to it. They can't get rid of it fast enough because their subconscious mind and their nervous system has a set point, an energetic set point. So they might be really good at bringing the money in, but then they have all of these unexpected expenses that happen or subconscious um, like self-sabotage where they give it away or buy things that they don't really need or next thing you know, they're in a situation that's either worse than where they were at before or that same level of um, not receiving, not letting it in, uh, to a certain point because there's something within them that's blocking them from having it. So we all have this unconscious set point. Now it changes for many of us too. So it's not something that necessarily has to stay the same forever. But if we're not doing anything different to work with those limiting beliefs or the subconscious mind, that's when we start to see that pattern over and over and over. And, and to explore this, we want to get a little bit deeper into what are the beliefs there? What are the habit patterns or the habits we're experiencing? What are the um, things that we notice in our external world that keep showing up over and over again? Because they're usually an indicator to show us that there's a blockage going on. Sometimes it can be physical, but usually it's a reflection that shows up in our bank account. Oh, that's very interesting because I never heard about, you know, people kind of talk about, I know about sometimes we have urges just to buy things, sometimes to make us feel better or like, mm -hmm. you know, we want to reward ourselves and it's okay, but it seems like tend to sometimes overspend. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. we tend to do that. Or like buy, oh, we have to buy this because it's on sale. Oh, you yeah. Know, Absolutely. That's a big one. Sometimes that's, a, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's one of the indicators I look for is the sale mentality, too, because there's nothing wrong with a great deal or a bargain or, yeah. you know, if you're a business owner, to have a sale or to be able to offer a discount feels really good. It's always the intention behind it. If we're only giving ourselves permission to buy something because it's on sale, then there's usually something else going on about worthiness or deserving. It's not always a reflection of what we're actually bringing in or what's going out financially, but usually what we feel okay with receiving. Uh, a great example I use is for, and I've been guilty of this myself. That's how I've learned so much about those two is from my own patterns and habits. Um, but I used to have a thing where, I didn't, feel, um, I didn't feel deserving or worthy enough to buy myself things that I would buy for other people or for my family or whatever. So I would even, I would have to get to an extreme where it was like, okay, I have holes in my socks. It is time to get new socks, right? Just things like that where it almost had to get to a point where it was uncomfortable to 
give myself permission to receive. And I see that pattern a lot with people where it's okay for them to give a gift to a friend or to buy something for their child or their spouse or their partner. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to them, they struggle with giving themselves that same permission um, to have something or, or to do something really kind for themselves. And then if they do, there's this tinge of like guilt or shame yeah. that goes with it. I felt, like that. it. Yeah. I felt like that. I felt like that. Cause sometimes um, I felt like buying a pair of shoes that I already have, and to the point where they're like really hurting my feet, but I'm like, either I could use my money somewhere else that I need to pay a bill or something like that, rather than actually thinking, hey, you know, shoes are really important for my feet where I need to stand on stuff. And that's stuff that I wasn't really thinking of, of taking care of myself that way. Yeah. Because uh, your feet are Absolutely. very important. Because if without your feet, Absolutely. how are you going to get to work? <laughs> so, exactly. you know, how are you going to stand? So, you know, some, sometimes it's that thing that we don't really think of is that we think so much of others and, and that type of thing. I guess as light workers and if you're an empath, that type of thing, we always think of others and we don't, we don't really take care of ourselves half of the time as well. So I'm so glad that you've mentioned that. And so, so what do we need to do to clear the blocks? I love this question. I love this question because the answer is usually something that um, people really struggle to hear. And that is we really want to get clear on where we're at. What is our situation? And that's different for every person. For some people, it's finally opening that bank account and looking through those statements and seeing the patterns of where energy goes in and where it goes out. For someone else, the answer is going to be to forgive because there's a resentment or an energetic um, situation that is competing for their attention on the subconscious level, meaning so much energy goes towards upholding that resentment, holding themselves or someone else hostage emotionally in a situation, and that available energy could come back to them in such a different, higher vibrational form. But the resentment is there, and if they're not necessarily looking at that, they're still feeling it, and it's just another way that the bank account will reflect that there's energy ties or something going on for them to work with. For someone else, it might be facing a, a situation in life that caused them a lot of stress or turmoil. For someone else, it might be self-forgiveness of a lot of times financial decisions are rooted in something that already happened or something somebody is afraid of in the future of encountering. And so a lot of times we will lose trust in ourselves if we made a bad decision or if we got into something that um, ended very badly. I call this toxic money, like toxic money situations. And so sometimes the block is about someone fearing that they're going to do that again or that things are going to go bad. And so what happens is they play it safe they don't really engage in life and they withhold this part of themselves out of fear that it's going to happen again and repeat itself. So to clear the block, there's so many different ways. There's many ways that I work with my clients to do that, but it really comes down to the clarity for that individual of what is going on within their nervous system or subconscious mind. And if you don't know, you don't have to necessarily 
know the exact situation. Most people do because it's usually pretty impactful for them. But sometimes it's really subtle, small things that have occurred that over time have just built up to this distrust in themselves, in their universe, whatever they believe in, whatever their, if they, you know, whatever their spiritual practices or religious belief, you know, there's no right or wrong in it, but whatever they believe in can also indicate what's going on. And so to work with clearing the block, I like to go to clarity first, which is let's let things rise to the surface so we can see them um, without shame, without judgment, with love. And if we can bring the energy and awareness of love into the equation, it can shift instantly. And then what happens is that person starts to release the burden of stress and pressure and emotional um, baggage that might be there too in order to create a new opportunity in their life. This is where a new job comes in or a new idea drops in because when we have that clarity and we start to clean up that old energy, we open new doors. And as we're opening new doors emotionally within ourselves, we're creating new neural pathways within our brain which then reflects into our outer world of us seeing new manifestations popping up around us in small, subtle ways to just to become an indicator to show us we're on the right track. So to clear them, any of the blockages or beliefs, I say it starts with clarity, feeling safe to explore, giving yourself the gift to look a little closer into what might be going on, where we might have suppressed something, we may have ignored. A lot of people go into avoidance when it comes to their finances or prosperity, abundance, because they have so much shame. They feel like they're alone. They think they are the only one that's created a financial mess. When the truth is, it is absolutely held with so much wisdom and potential for them to shift it but they have to be willing to look at it first. So that is the very first thing I say is let's explore and look at it and release all of the emotion around it first. So how, how do we create abundance then? It's interesting because it isn't something that necessarily, in, in my opinion, um, you know what I love is one of Dr. Wayne Dyer's quotes. He said that abundance isn't necessarily that something we go get or that we um, obtain, but it's something we tune into. And I find truth in this for myself and working with my clients. There is always a form of abundance we can find. Even if we are in mountains of debt, we can still come back to gratitude and appreciation for what is working. Most people will go to lack within their minds. Let's say, for example, they have a $30,000 student loan debt. Instead of focusing on the gratitude and the appreciation of the education and the experiences that came through that avenue from that funding being present, they focus on having that debt, having to pay it off, how their choices in life may have changed, and maybe that degree got them nowhere. And they tend to focus on the negative. But if we can actually shift to how does that debt serve you? Now it's no longer debt. Now it's simply just an energetic container waiting for you to give it some movement. 
So cleaning up the old stuff is one of the ways that helps us tune in to what's already here. So generating, attracting, opening, anybody can do that from where they stand if they are willing to shift their perspective from what isn't there to what is there and then expanding on that, feeding that, fueling that, nurturing that belief with their mind, with their attention, with their presence. Then what happens is all the ideas come in. Your higher self starts dropping in these hints, these little nudges of, hey, get in your car today and go that way. Pick up the phone and call that person. That's where this bridge becomes built from cleaning up the past opening to possibility of the future and they start to use their mind as their ally instead of their enemy does that make sense that makes total sense um so so i mean so okay so what if we are limited in our experiences like jobs social security that type of thing i love this question because i work with a lot of people who when they first come to me, that is their situation. The situation is, well, this is how much I receive from um, alimony. This is how much I get for child support, or this is my, you know, um, social security or whatever situation they're in. And absolutely, that is an avenue where money is coming in for them. And so that is the reality. But the truth is that is one reality. That is only one way. And we can appreciate that, but what happens is people get hyper-focused on that being the only way, and then they start to energetically box themselves in to that avenue being the only open door. When the truth is, if they were to allow that and appreciate that, if that feels good to them, because there are some people that receive government assistance or all these different forms of money that are a blessing. It's a beautiful thing. But if they feel shame or guilt around it, if they feel anger around it or judgment, they're limiting their capacity to receive energetically, and that can feel smaller and smaller and smaller. Then it does become a limitation of the mind, and then the reality is going to reflect that. So there's people who have fixed income but are also open to other blessings, receiving in other ways. And then there's people who have a fixed income who believe that is the reality, and nothing else is possible, and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So a lot of it is the shift in perception. None of us are, none of us are in a situation where there isn't more always available, always coming in. It's just the mindset and the vibrational frequency of where we're coming from that determines what we're able to see and recognize, witness, and let in. And it's really that shift in perception that can start. That's where I start with people in that place because there usually is an emotional connection. And this also ties into people that have um, physical restrictions. I have a couple clients I work with who um, are not able to drive. They can't leave their home. They do have to rely on other sources of transportation because of a, a physical limitation or a disability. And that does not change the potential that that human being has to open up all these other avenues. It's just one door. But we tend to look at what's in front of us 
and especially if we've been living this for a certain amount of time, then we believe that is our solid reality. But that's not true. Any of it can change if we decide to start redirecting our energy and working with what's there and starting to see things differently. I like to tell my clients and students that we see this world with our brain, not with our eyes. And the minute we start to shift these perceptions and these layers, these filters, all of a sudden you see things that were always there and we weren't able to see before from a different frame of mind. So that's, that's how I like to answer that question because it's not to minimize someone's situation and to say that they're not having a hard time or that they're not in a really difficult um, position in life with their circumstances, absolutely all of that's happening. But I also believe those conditions were set up for them, specifically for them to discover they are so much more than just their body and just their mind. That's where I would work with people in that area. That's awesome. I actually have someone that has a question from our in our chat room, in the Blog Talk chat room. Uh, they're cool. asking, uh, what if you've opened to receiving abundance and you find yourself falling back into the old pattern? How do you stop it? I love that question because that's honestly what happens for most of us is we start to open or something happens, something drops into our experience, and it's exciting, it's great, but then we haven't really shifted who we are, right? Our subconscious patterns are the same. Our mindset is the same. Our habits, our actions are the same. And it can be actually really frustrating because we can start to see ourselves acting out in a way that on one hand we know we don't want to do anymore, but it's automatic because it is part of the subconscious and we cannot fight the subconscious. The subconscious mind dictates more than 95% of our actions. So that 5% of you that says, I want to do this different this time, it's almost fighting like an uphill battle. So working with that has to do with smaller steps. It has to do with staying present, noticing the behaviors, and deciding to consciously change them. Most people will try to make a huge jump and say, okay, I've got all this money now, or this happened, and I'm just going to do good forever now. And that's not the reality of who we are as human beings. A lot of my background is also in psychology. And so it's working with that part of us that is just wanting to feel safe. It's trying to keep us from harm. But the truth is it doesn't know the difference between reality and imagination. So working with that part, talking to yourself as if you're talking to a child sometimes. You know, imagine a five-year-old makes a mistake. Instead of screaming and shouting at them or having that inner critic and and, um, berating them, we take them in our arms and we tell them it's going to be okay and we're going to figure this out. And if we could give ourselves that same level of unconditional love, these patterns would become more clear. We would be able to slowly make conscious decisions to change them and to shift them. Usually what I find is the intuitive guidance is there, but someone's not trusting. So it might be something like, I need to drink more water, but then they don't. Or I need to go walk in nature for 20 minutes a day, but they don't. Or I need to take better care of myself, and they don't. So usually it's the conditioning of the human, the person 
um, that is so strong in their mind and in their body that they're not interrupting the pattern enough to see the change. So when somebody all of a sudden lets the money in, they have to make a conscious decision to start making different decisions. And when they notice they slip up or something happens, to catch it and to work with it. But a lot of times we go unconscious. We go unconscious in our relationships, in our relationship to money, our relationship to our planet. We just go unconscious in all these different ways, and then we wonder why we're repeating these cycles. So getting clear on what the pattern is and look beyond the money. Remember, money is just a mirror. What is really going on under the surface? Does it not feel safe to hold it? Are we worried about judgment, criticism? Were we robbed or have something happened to us where a part of us now will try to get rid of it so it doesn't happen again? Let's address what's really going on under the surface. And then money doesn't have to be a mirror for us to show us the um, healing that's needed there. Now it can be a mirror to show us where we're connected. Does that make sense? Total sense. Very much so. Because we, we, it seems like, you know, you know that machine, that Rocco, Ronco machine that you set it and forget it? It's like trying to use mm-hmm. manifesting things. We worry too much and we focus on manifesting something. And then we, we, we stop the process because we're like, what if it doesn't work? Or what if, what if this happens? Let's get sabotaged. What if, well, you're sabotaging yourself because you're putting too much worry into it. So it's kind of like set it and you exactly. just got to kind of forget about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I actually have a really great example of this um, from this past week. So a week ago, I was in Washington for an event. And before I left, I had a whole bunch of things, just like anybody else, right? Before you go on vacation or you go away. Um, there's all these thoughts, right? And for some of us, it's more stressful because we have to get stuff accomplished and finished. For others, um, this, we might notice this pattern when we get sick or something happens and all of a sudden we have to take a couple days off of work or out of our business and fear can set in. And I was, I was rerouting all this stuff in my business and moving things around and having all of this um, anxiety and stress over it. And as soon as the plane landed in Washington and my mind was off of it, it was amazing how things worked themselves out. Money came in in the craziest ways. Um, After I had a couple of podcasts and interviews I had done a few years ago, and I started getting emails from clients, potential clients, saying, I want to work with you and I want to do this or that. And I just laughed because the whole antidote for me was getting my mind off of it. I had to get my mind off of what I was hyper-focused on fixing so that it could fix itself. Now, this is, it's a sticky area, though, because it's that whole we don't want to go unconscious thing, but sometimes I feel like we're so conscious, we're so aware, we are sort of like um, overly involved in something, and then it doesn't have the space it needs to kind of unwind or to let loose or to shift our vibration. So for me, getting in nature is always an antidote to what's going on. If I'm overwhelmed or stressed, if I'm in fear, if I'm struggling, I know the second I get out in nature and I'm alone and I'm walking or I'm sitting, I'm near water, I let all of that drain right on out of my system, which creates space, and all of these, all of these other things start to drop in. 
So that's another really important piece, which is what you just mentioned is like getting our mind off of the struggle so that we can also be available for support to come in. That's just awesome. So awesome. And I can't believe we're past over the half mark, way over the half mark. It's gone so high <laughs> so quickly. I can't believe it. But um, so I'm going to talk about our upcoming shows this week. And uh, I want to thank um, Audible by Amazon for sponsoring our network. And you can get your free audiobook today if you go to audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. And uh, they offer you right now, they're giving two um, two movies and um, uh, movies, um, audiobooks, and then um, and then you get to keep them. And then so um, they're in. Um, uh, you get the meditation. Sorry, I got distracted there. And um, so you can cancel anytime, and this helps support our network. So I want to thank everyone that has. Um, got their audiobooks through Amazon through our link. And you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash international angels. And um, yeah, so thank you so much. And also, you, if you love our network and, and love what we do, we do have a Patreon account now. And um, so you want to, um, and if you appreciate what you hear, and learn from our shows, you can become a Patreon today. And when you become a Patreon, you will help us spread the teachings to as many people as humanly possible and to keep our network running because it does cost money to have a radio network. It costs money to um, advertise, um, to do the radio shows, to also for the website. It costs that monthly, and um, so it costs money. <laughs> so. Uh, I just want to thank everyone who um, decides to become a Patreon. There's different tiers. You can become a Patreon each month for $1.11, and, uh, which is $0.04 cents per day. And uh, it's called the Good Angel Karma. And um, we also have different tiers there. And also you can help uh, sponsor our one of our radio hosts. And... Uh, so if you want to sponsor them, you can as well. There's a tier there. And uh, help us renew our angel web hosting. So, so much information there. You can go to patreon.com forward slash international angels network. And all of our uh, links are there in the show description. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone. And also our shows are archived and can be listened free on Apple Podcasts, Player FN, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play Music, uh, and we are available on iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, and MyTuner Radio. So you can listen to us on Amazon Alexa, um, Apple TV, Roku TV, and other smart TV devices, Apple Watch, car audio devices. So, yeah, so we're almost everywhere. And uh, you can get copies of Melissa's books. Um, they're at the link, and uh, you can go to your website. And how, pe- how can people contact you, Melissa? The best way is, is to go to my website, which is Melissa, www.melissacorder.com, or you can also email me, Melissa at melissacorder.com, and we're happy to answer any questions you might have and um, to see how we can help serve you. 
Awesome, awesome. So, all right, so Monday we have a open show with Divine Guidance with Angel Shishi. Her show's at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's Monday, July 8th. And it's open topic, so she's going to be taking your calls for mini readings. So if we don't get to your calls today, to your call, you can always call tomorrow at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and uh, and um, and 6 p.m. Pacific Time with Shishi. Then we have t- uh, Tuesday, July 9th at 9 p.m. Eastern is Angel Navigation with Diane Morgan. And it's going to be returning guest, Neela Rye. And she's going to talk another topic about uh, angelic abundance activation with the archangels. So, and they're going to be doing free mini readings as well because abundance is about this week, right? <laughs> so um, <laughs> Wednesday, July 10th at uh, 6 p.m. UK time, 1 p.m. Eastern standard time is angelic light with host Susie Parrott. And it is a podcast show. And she's going to be talking about what lifts and lowers your vibrational uh, energy. Uh, and Thursday, July 11th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Al- the Alex Levy Show with Alex Levy. And they're going to talk about breath work with special guest uh, Ryan Allen, and it is a podcast. And then I'm back again Sunday, June 14th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Mystical Connections with myself, Claudia Barra. And the show topic, we're going to have um, guests the Palladian child and it's Carol Noonan and she uh, will be on the show that day. So awesome. And we're going to be doing many readings as well. So, all right. Let's see who we have the line here. Okay. It's no problem. All right. So we have area code four, eight, zero. I answered their call, but they didn't answer. So hopefully they'll answer me this time. Area code four eight zero. Caller, you're on live on air. Hi, how are you? Good. What can I do for you today? Uh, can I get a, a reading? Sure. Do you have a particular question? Right now, I know um, I'll I'll be doing many readings, but I know Melissa's going to be doing. Um, we're gonna, she's going to be focusing on money block problems, on holding on your money. And not be able to bring it in type of readings, but I can do if you have any other questions and that I can help you with that too. Oh wow. Oh, oh sorry. All right. Uh, well, I did. I wanted a uh, a reading on money. On money, okay. Do you have a particular question on that, or just a? Well, do you see me getting a job soon? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> All right. So, Claudia, is it okay if I answer? Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm sorry, what's your name? Uh, my name is Tamara. Okay, Tamara. Hello, Tamara. So immediately when you said, do you see me getting a job soon? It's funny because I wanted to answer your question with with a question, which was, can you see yourself getting a job soon? Because what I feel like is there's this, this sense of hope, like almost what I see in my mind is like somebody crossing their fingers, like, okay, when is this going to happen? When is this going to come through? But if you can actually start to create a sensation of feeling, and I know this sounds backwards, but this is how you can really start to powerfully shift and bring things in. If you can start to create that sense within your body, 
what is the qualities of the job that you want? How much money do you want to make? What are the things you see yourself doing? How do you want to feel at the end of the day? Pull upon those. If you can really start to work the energy of feeling, sensing, and being in it, in your mind and in your body, Mm -hmm. you're going to pull it in faster. I hear the number three. Now, I will say that when it comes to numbers, I am not as good as I am with the the other parts of intuition. So when I get a three, that can be anything from three days, three weeks. It does feel like it's under three months, though. So I don't feel like this is long-term out there, but I do feel like it's got to involve you more. Like, does this make sense with the generating part of allowing yourself to feel it and believe it and start to call it into you? Yeah, I know. I haven't made up my mind what I actually want to do. Yeah, I know. I know. Ah, <laughs> and well, and here's the other thing I hear in that for you is you don't have to. You don't have to make up your mind as far as long term forever. But what will help you is decide how you want to feel now because this next opportunity feels to me like a bridge. When I get that, what that tells me is it may not be a forever thing, but it's a really good next step. So that's what it feels like. So if you can feel into the qualities of what you want to experience. You don't have mm-hmm. to give it a, a final, um, this is what I want to do with, you know, the rest of my life forever. But the universe mm-hmm. or whatever you believe in, right, the spirit, mm-hmm. whatever, is waiting mm-hmm. for your command. That's why things will feel confusing too. That's when we start to get, and let me know if this makes sense for you, we start to get signs of things starting to move, but then all of a sudden it's not really what you want, kind of different, maybe it doesn't pay as much, or maybe there's all of a sudden these red flags. And it's sort of like this tug of war experience so get a little more clear on how you want to feel even if you don't know what that looks like and you will start to have those types of opportunities come in faster okay all right sounds good i've to get to manifesting that's right okay <laughs> line up with the energy you want to create my friend line up with that energy okay i will all right thank you so much god bless you you're thank welcome you. All right, honey, mm-hmm. thank you so much for calling. Yeah. Awesome, Melissa, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see who we have next. Um, all right, we have our next caller waiting in line. We have area code 832, caller 832, you're live on air. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hi. How are we all this evening? Good. Excited to talk with you. What's your name? It's Allison from Texas. <laughs> oh, you still oh, there? What is your Hello? question, love? My question for y'all, since we're speaking about abundance and, and kind of receiving and stuff, I was just curious um, to kind of know about relationships or like love relationships. Hmm. Okay. Love relationships. So what I'm feeling behind that, and, you know, obviously you haven't, you haven't shared like a whole lot about it, but what I'm feeling behind that isn't just the curiosity of, okay, what's going on or what's here. I almost feel like there's hesitation of repeating cycles of things you've already been through that you don't want more of. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So the first thing is, do you feel like, and this is where I bring like some of my coaching into my readings, because it usually is more about 
what we want to clean up within us. And another way to say that is to align with what it is we truly want. Otherwise, we kind of start getting more and more of the same. And that's not to punish us. It's to actually show us that there's just some things going on. Um, I feel for you, there, there has a lot to do with, well, there's a couple of pieces to this. There's some of past previous relationship and, and moving through that. So there might be a couple of things to, whether that's bringing it to completion, uh, whether that's forgiveness. Now, the thing I feel in that experience, though, is I feel like there's actually some self-directed forgiveness needed, meaning sometimes we make a decision or we have something happen and we can really beat ourselves up for that. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And without going into it, because I, I can feel into this and we don't have to go into that piece of it for you, but just know this next relationship or uh, actually, are you in one that you're more curious about or are you trying to retract it? Because I almost feel like you're closer in it than it is about bringing something forward. Um, yeah, I'm trying to attract it. Um, I feel like I'm ready. So, <laughs> okay. Um, this there's a couple pieces. So first of all, do you leave? This sounds like a really silly question, but what I see is almost somebody like at home wanting to shift something, but they're not putting themselves out there. Now, sometimes that is a symbol for energy. Sometimes it's a symbol for we're not as visible as we could be because we might still be hiding a little bit. We might be unsure of ourselves. So there's a little bit about um, amplifying your energy so you can be found and seen. Now, the other side of that is actually putting yourself out there, going out, um, getting involved in things. Because I feel like the person that wants to come in needs to see you. <laughs> so it means there's some kind of interaction <laughs> that needs to happen. Where Are you like a homebody? Do you like to be home alone, like that kind of person? Yeah, I'm guilty. <laughs> <laughs> So it's basically just saying, all right, all right. And it doesn't mean like you have to go to a bar, go do things that, you know, do things that align with you, that feel good for you, even if it's going for a walk in a park. Um, it's just about that saying, I'm, I'm available. I'm out here. You don't have to figure this out. I don't feel like you have to do anything special or magical <laughs> to find this person. <laughs> it's really a matter of, I'm ready, and my commitment to being open to letting this person is is to is to let myself be out in the world. That's what feels like it's going to help you to bring this person in. Awesome, thank you so much. You're welcome. Awesome, awesome. All right. So, um, I want to mentioned to you about um you mentioned about a prosperity prescription session and we just want to talk a little bit about that and that you have a special um um listener code that's uh special that you have for us right yes absolutely so definitely it's just for the listeners because they're going to have to use a special code uh, but basically what i do is when i work with people to do these kinds of sessions the least amount of information is actually the better for me because then it doesn't get entangled and all of these things. Sometimes when I know people really well, it can be harder to um, intuit information because I'm so close to them. So when I have less information, the sessions are actually better. And so I created this, this um, experience for people where we do just that. So if you have a block, a pattern, a cycle, something that you're trying to shift when it comes to abundance, prosperity, holding on to money, um, attracting money, releasing money, or 
it might not be money, but it might be prosperity in general, which is even getting credit for your work, becoming more visible in your business. Prosperity is so many different things. And so I have this session, and it is called the Prosperity Prescription. Basically how it works is you email me. I have your name. That's basically it. Now, some people will share a pattern, but that's not necessary. Um, it can be helpful if you have an area that you want to focus on. And then what I do is I hone in on two to five un- underlying energy blockages uh, to receiving, holding on to money, believing in your value, whatever it might be. Then I, um, once I do that and I tune into what they are, I share with you what they are. I give you an MP3 recording of what I find. And then I actually have a clearing process that I do. Along with that clearing process, you receive a hypnosis track that you'll be guided to listen to, which helps uh, reprogram the subconscious mind in alignment for whatever it is you're trying to achieve or your desires. Then, um, and all of this is done via email, and um, it's, it's very simple. It's pretty easy. Um, there's not much involvement on your end, but then I send you back the MP3 track, the hypnosis track, and the recording of the session uh, for you to work with. And you have some kind of an ongoing tool within that that I will also recommend based on what I intuitively receive from tuning into your nervous system um, and what the blockage might be or series of blockages because most people, it's not just one thing. And basically for the listeners today, this is usually $197 um, for this email session, but it's $100 off if you use the code PROSPER. And so you just go to melissacorder.com underneath the sessions. It's in there. It's called the Prosperity Prescription. And when you go to register, you type in PROSPER, all capital letters, and it will give you $100 off, making that session only $97. Awesome. Thank you so much, um, Melissa, for doing this for our listeners. And I can't believe time has flew. And I just want to um, give a little message from the angels to everyone. I'm sorry we didn't get all to your calls. Um, The message today is the answer to your question about life purpose is always the same, which is love. And uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. And um, Melissa, do you have anything else that you'd like to say before we end the show today? You know, I would just, I would love to say one thing. I have a special message that I feel like would be helpful for people to hear. And that is if you are struggling, ask for your needs to be met. That's all you have to do is just ask and be open and available for your needs to be met. Take your mind off of whatever's going on. Give yourself some breathing room and some space and just trust in that process and see what starts to happen and and begin to shift in your life. And that's what I would love to leave you with. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you, Melissa, for being on our show. We can't can't wait to have you back. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Join us Monday for a free mini reading tomorrow at 9 p.m. Thank you, Shia Donald. Thank you all for listening. Have a good weekend. Bye, everyone.